0: Welcome to Cindy Joe Show. I'm Joe. I'm Cindy. And if you can't tell, in the past week, I've been very uptight about a certain individual named Al (laughs) Avila. I wouldn't say you've been uptight, Joe. I would say you've been
1: nearly explosive about... You have run out of rope with Al
0: Avila. I'll say that. Yeah, like, you know, if Al Avila was walking the plank in Pirates of the Caribbean... You know he he would be You'd push him off. Yeah, oh, oh, totally. Yeah, <laughs> I, I make sure I I like saw like the the portion off and like you know right. I'd be like you must go yes. <laughs> like it, you know the issue I have with Elvila is or Avila as he would say he likes to pronounce Avila.
1: Oh excuse me, you have to get the right emphasis on the right. His kid's name is
0: Elvila, so I don't get it. Anyways, that just shows you how big of a douchebag is. Anyways. <laughs> You know the problem I see with the Tigers. You know it's something we talked about with the Robins, and you you have hit on this before. And you were right. And you actually, you know. You,
1: Can I re- wait a minute?
0: Stop. Rewind it. Re-record. You were right, there's Cindy. No, there's you no, were right. There's no DVR. There's no DVR. <laughs> well, I'm equal. What was I right about, Joe? You were right about and we needed veterans on the team, because what Alvila, yep. what Vila did is general manager Melfeasant he he, rely, he was relying on a guy like Torkelson to give him the power, right, or Riley Green to give him the power in the lineup. The fact of the matter is, like last year, the Major League Baseball had juice balls, and they agreed to it. Which, okay, you're, people are gonna take the juice balls comment. They're gonna be like, "What the hell is juice balls? Well, they were putting. It
1: does sound. It does sound awful, salacious.
0: Well, they were making these balls <laughs> to where they can be just straight up jacked out of the yard. Right, and this year they're putting them in humidors or something along that line, so whatever. That's why you see offensive numbers down in baseball. Oh, and there was a guy, you know, Mike Anya and That one he actually had a he actually had a thing where maybe the humidor helped is killing the Tigers because last year the juice balls helped them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. L- later in the year, like you had Eric Haas have a great year, and Kilbaw do have a great year. You had Robbie Grossman. And all the players in that Major League Baseball are talking about these these new baseballs that they have that are kind of like dead when they hit the bat. And it's different from last year where they just jumped off the bat. And it's it's a little bit weird. Well, so, I don't think any kind of ball is going to help the Tigers right now unless uh, it's four of them in a row so they can get on base. Uh, I don't even think that will help. Because, you know, the one thing about the, the Tigers is, you know, when they signed bias. I was a little disappointed because I told you that you know the one thing that Baez would do is he would he would give you thirty runs and he would take thirty runs back. You know he's he's that kind of player. He's a he's a he's very risk it for the biscuit type guy. You know what I'm saying?
1: Well, maybe that's you know interesting as to why perhaps you know he led the league in errors last season. So yeah, let's bring him on. That makes sense.
0: Just saying. It just it's it's a little bit. It doesn't really make sense to me what the Tigers are trying to do, and then Al Avila's comment today really, really ticked me off again. I was finally starting to be like, okay, I'm gonna give this guy another shot. No, and no, no, really. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give him a couple. I'm gonna give him maybe I'm jumping the shark a little bit, too. Bit, and then this guy is speaking at the Detroit Economic Club, and he's going, well, we have a good starting pitching. You know what? That's great. That's great. But you know the problem with the Detroit Tigers has been for almost a decade is their organizational depth you know when you talk about the red wings you say okay that's a team that has forwards that are good they have defensemen that are going to come up and they're going to be good you got goaltenders that are looking stout you got forwards that look stout you have organizational depth you know what i'm saying yeah you look at the lions and you go okay they have some defensive guys that you you think that could be key players you have offensive guys that can be key players you added two more and james williams and aiden Hutchinson on both sides of the ball so you're trying to get that depth organizationally to where you don't have to rely on one side of the ball or you know what i'm saying or one side of the field or whatever that what Dale vila did is he put all his money on pitchers mm-hmm. a lot of his top picks have been like you got to look at it like this he drafted last year. He drafted Jackson Job. Okay, great. Jackson Job is a pitcher, and he's he's got a good you know he's got an athletic background. His dad was a pro golfer, or whatever. The guy he passed over was Marcelo Mayer. Now tell me how good it would be if we had a shortstop in the Tigers organization that was ready. That it looks like he could be a real, real good baseball player. Like that would help a lot.
1: Well, you know, the thing is that what I feel the Tigers are missing, okay, and what they need to have in order to start to make a serious recovery, okay, that is they need momentum. Momentum is the most powerful force in the universe, and momentum can even propel a team as flawed as this to some kind of a rebound, okay? Um, If you look at their win streak for this season, You know, last season they went on a win streak, they had seven, and that was right after the All-Star break, and they started to make that recovery, right? Little too, too little, too late. But this season, you know what their win streak is? Two. Two games. That's not even a streak. It's a blip. And they've got to, you can't build momentum that way. So you've got to find a way to string some wins together. I don't care what you have to do, and they've got an opportunity to do that, here coming up in their schedule over the next week because they're going to be playing Baltimore, who's horrible. Mm-hmm. They got three games against Baltimore, and they've got a couple of other teams in there that give them an opportunity to maybe well, do no, some splits.
0: This was this was the series that they had to catch fire. This was it, people don't understand, and I and a lot of Tigers fans. I, I I feel for them. I feel for them. I think that they. Um, we love our Tigers. I think that they're they're so kind hearted and. But, there's a lot of them that just don't understand one real possibility. You have less than 10 wins right now. Okay. You are going against the easiest portion of your schedule where you played the Rockies, where you played the uh, Royals, where you played the athletics, where you played the Baltimore Orioles. And what you're going to come down with at the most, we're recording on a Wednesday night before the Tigers played the athletics in game four of that series. They split with the athletics. The athletics were on a nine game winning nine game losing streak before they played the Tigers. So it's not like the Athletics are a good team. So if you can't beat the Athletics in a series, let's say they lose tonight. You lost three games to a team that was on a nine game losing streak before they played to you.
1: Well the Tigers were on a seven game losing streak.
0: It doesn't matter. If you if
1: they are equally they, sucky, Joe. They, it,
0: no, 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 no! You don't even understand. Oakland is like they are like uh, the the they're like the Gibraltar trade center of, uh, <laughs> of, uh, of 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 baseball. They're just selling things. Like they're selling anything that they can sell. Oh, you want you want Matt Olson? Five bucks. Here you go, Atlanta. You know you want Frankie Montas? You could you could you could you could trade for him. Like they're trading all these guys away. And, like, they lost their manager last year because they're cheap wads. And they're beating the Tigers. Like, this just this shows you how bad the Tigers really are. And, like, they got the Orioles in the next series. And if they don't sweep the Orioles, the season is over. Because not only do, that, not only do they have to go and play uh, Cleveland and Minnesota a bunch of times in the next couple weeks, like, they got to play these guys who are actually decent players. You know, the one thing that really pisses me off about the Tigers is – you know, there's a team in Detroit that really develops their talent really, really well. You can say what they want. You can say what they want about the uh, about the recency, about you know, not have a great team on the ice or whatever. But the Red Wings, they develop players really, really well. And one thing I don't see about the t- about the Tigers is I don't see development. I don't see, um, you know, I don't see guys coming out of the minors that are like, you know they're ready to play you know when you look at the cleveland guardians you know they're 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 a cheap organization they've always been a cheap organization mm. but the one thing that they always have is they always have pitchers and bullpen arms every time and they don't pay any of those guys like they're just so cheap that they don't pay any of those guys but they always have those guys look at the tigers their bullpen is good right now but mm-hmm. they're playing so many games in so many days, their bullpen's eventually going to run out of steam. Like, you can't keep this up. There's been too much relied on the pitching, and eventually, water's going to find its level and the pitching's going to go back to average because they've been relied on so heavy because the offense can't even score in the, you know, whorehouse. Right. I mean, the, the offense has just been non-existent. Like, you, you yesterday they made a, a a guy who just got called up to the majors who had a seven ERA and with the Oakland Athletics they made him look like freaking uh, Greg Maddox or Roger Clemens. I mean th- this is how bad this team is in it. It's you know people can blame different portions, but I just blame it on the organization in a whole because they have not developed the talent. The talent's not ready to come up. It's like you know, we talked, you know, a lot of people, they gave Ken Holland flack for, you know, keeping players down too long or whatever, but most of those guys needed that time to develop. You know, a guy like Larkin, he was ready to come in the, the game one, but the guy like Bertuzzi, he needed a little bit of, you know, seasoning in Grand Rapids.
1: Really? You know, I look
0: at the same with the Tigers, like Spencer Torkelson, he's not ready to play at the big league level, and you're going to have to send him down. It's going to be like that Max Scherzer moment where he gets sent down, and it's like a it could be a really, really good thing, but I'm I'm fearful that the Tigers will keep him up, try to get him try, try to get him to play, you know, at the major league level, and I think his confidence is dipping by the day. And baseball is a game of confidence; you have to have confidence in your swing. And when you don't have confidence, you really just you're, you're kind of just guessing at some, certain points. And I think the whole Tigers team is guessing. I think Akil Badu, who we just got sent down, I think that was a a, a good decision, but like geez, that whole team is way below what they should be, and you could blame it on you could blame it on AJ Hinch because people are blaming AJ Hinch, which is just, uh, mar- uh, amusing to me. People are blaming the hitting hitting coach, but the reality is there's a guy that's been in his organization uh, through it all through from it the all, beginning through, of the rebuild. Yeah, through he was there with with Dave Dombrowski. He was there monitoring the prospects. They didn't have a good prospect pool because. You know, there's certain teams that can trade prospects and still be good in their organizational depth. Like the Atlanta Braves can go and trade Chris Christian Pache to the the uh, Athletics, and they're like, okay, we got this guy coming up. You know what I'm saying? The Rays, they could do it all the time. The Yankees, they could do it all the time. The Red Sox, the Dodgers, all those teams, they could do it all the time. The San Francisco Giants, who they started their rebuild the same time the Tigers did, and they just won 100 plus games last year.
1: So you know, the, the thing is, one of the things people talk about is the fact that Chris Illich loves Alavila. What I have yet to try to figure out is why that is. Why do you think so, Joe? If why do Chris, you think he loves Alavila? If, if
0: Chris Illich really loves Alavila, he's heading down the same path that the Fords did. And I'm not. I don't think people are. I don't think people are ready for this. But. One of the things that the the Ford family, you know, they have done is they were loyal. They're loyal by default, right? Mm -hmm. They were loyal to Matt Millen. Loyal to a fault. Yeah, they were loyal to Matt Millen. They were loyal to Russ Thomas, guys that didn't really move the needle in terms of the way that they were a general manager. You know what I'm saying? Like, Ken Holland, he had a lot of loyalty, but he won Stanley Cups, right? Um, Even, like, Joe Dumars, who was with the Pistons, there was a loyalty to him because he was a player and he's a famous Pistons player, but like Alvila shouldn't have that loyalty. I well, mean, he's done nothing to earn it. Right. He's done nothing to earn it. I mean, you can see like a, a guy like Ken Holland, you can see, yeah, there's a reason that there's loyalty to him. I mean,
1: it, it, I mean, is Chris Illich just looking for a yes man? Is he just, is that, is that what Al
0: Avila provides really, him with? I really hope not because if you, if this is the truth and and, and Al Avila is, um, and they're loyal to Elvila. That is the same thing the Lions have done through their time with Bill William Clay Ford as their owner, where he was a loyal to a fault. You know, he, he was too loyal. He allowed people to walk over him and to screw the organization over. I mean, you look at a guy like Elvila, and you go, I mean, all Chris has to do is look at team across the street. The Red Wings, right? Yeah. Stevie White hasn't been there long. He has not been there long. But that team is making progress. Why, is he, why are they making progress? Because they have talent coming up. They have talent that looks really, really promising. They have organizational depth. They have guys that you can go, okay. And he's making these trades. And he's making these signings that are, you know. The, he made a trade with uh, uh Washington and he got Verona. You know, El Villa He traded the best pitcher away, and none of those players that he got are worth anything. He traded JD Martinez away, nothing. I mean, one of the biggest things about being a general manager is you have to you have to win your trades. You just have to, right? If you don't win your trades, I mean, you see them with Brad Holmes and 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 Troy Weaver early in their career. They 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 traded. Uh, like Brad Holmes traded up with Vikings and he even be fleeced them in that trade. You've seen Troy, Troy, Weaver trade Derek Rose and a bunch of uh, dead bodies to uh, <laughs> other teams to get picks. And he ended up with Sadiq Bay and Isaiah Stewart. That's what good GMs do. Good GMs do not sit on their toes and say, I can't do nothing with this. Like you, you just got to look it. Chris. Lillard just really wants to look in the mirror, look at your own general manager in your other organization the red wings he's been there way shorter he has not been an organization he had a mess to clean up and they're already starting to make progress to where you can say you could realistically say if they do this they can be a playoff team yeah if they do this they're going to be close to this level the tigers you're like okay well, how close are they like, you know we don't even know how close they are because they're not even playing up to the level they have. And the re- and the, the scary portion of this could be A.J. Hinch is on the last year of his contract. If he, if you don't see something meaningful, if you don't think he's looking at, around and going, okay, where can I go after this because I know this ain't going to work? Right. You're going to lose that guy.
1: Yeah, and that would be a shame. Because, you see, Al Avila, what he's demonstrated to me is he either lacks – Vision or he lacks negotiating skills. Or what I think is probably the worst case scenario is and he lacks both. He lacks negotiation I, I, I think, skills. I think he lacks both. And he lacks vision. He doesn't even know where he's going. He's just making trades on the fly. He's not thinking those things through. Stevie Y is a long game player. I don't see where Al Vila is a long game player, but yet he's been here seven years. And they're More actually and they're actually digressing. Yeah, we're digressing, and I get it. Sometimes you got to get worse to get better, but you have to see the, something in the pipeline. You've got to see that the the transition occurring. You don't see that with the Tigers. You, you see You
0: see what? You, okay. You see what the pitchers? You say Tarek School can be good. Bo Briski can be good. Fierro can be good. But what about the position players? Right. When Miggy leaves, right? Who gonna have? Torkelson, well, he doesn't look good right now, and if you wreck his confidence, it could be a total downhill from there. You got Riley Green, but if you're relying on two players to help you, you're in trouble because with the you with look, no
1: veteran presence you,
0: on top with, of that, you got to look at it like this: there's a mag, there's a fantastic rate that you that you, these guys couldn't work out right. So if you got two guys, your bust rate could be if you if he gets cut in half or one of them just totally bust out, and you don't have a guy that can come in behind him and and play that position at, at the prospect level, you've got big problems. See, the thing with Stevie Y, one of the things that he's done right is he's like, okay, if this player busts out, I got this player here. If this player busts out, I got this player here. Yeah. He, he's just making these moves that are like, okay, I can see that point. With Vila, he hasn't taken – like the guy he – Jackson Job who they drafted last year – He's looking his stats are awful. He got pulled from a game where he gave up six runs. And the guy he the guy he passed on was Marcelo Mayer. Listen to this. He's a shortstop. He's got Oh, middle infield, right where we needed somebody. Right. They passed on him. The Red, yeah, he's a Red Sox. Of course quarterback. they did. He's got a 333 batting average right now. OBP 397. And his slugging percentage of 491. Those are elite numbers. And Jackson Job looks like he cannot play at a, at a high level. So, I mean, you could say they brought that kid in too young, anyways. Well, you could you could say you could say Elvilo, um They've been too reliant on one position group, and I think that, that that's that's what you do. That's what Matt Mellon did. Matt Mellon did that with the Lions. He drafted a bunch of wide receivers. Yeah, wide receivers, tough, right? But they don't win you games. You yeah. need a full. You need a team. I think that's what these three general managers in Detroit, the Weaver, Holmes, and Eisman understand, is you need to build a team. You can't just build one solid foundation unit that, like, where you can't score, but you could hold teams of one run. Like, you're still going to lose. Well, I think what
1: you've seen El Avila do, and the difference between him and Stevie Wire or, or uh, Troy Weaver or any of these other guys, is that um, – they are far more strategic and long-term visionaries alavila is very reactionary these other guys are proactive whereas alavila is reactive he's reacting to the environment he's reacting to the result whereas these other guys are being proactive and they're creating in the environment they're not reacting to the environment they're creating the environment and they're creating it in what they want it to be and i don't think alavila has demonstrated that kind of uh, vision Now I was encouraged when he brought on Barnhart. I thought that that could be a game changer for them. And the reality is, you know what? Again, you can't build around one guy. Mm -hmm. You have to have more to it than that. And I think that he could still be an important part of the team in terms of building up some of of these other positions. You need a strong catcher um, in order to help develop your pitchers. I can see him functioning in that role, but at the same time, it doesn't matter because you've got your whole outfield to worry about. You've got your middle infield. You still have a problem with, and I'll say that until we fix the damn thing. Just like with the just like with the bullpen, until we fix the damn bullpen, you got a bullpen problem. Okay, great. I'm glad you're addressing that, but you still have a problem in the infield. Um, so you know you you have to take a more comprehensive approach, and I think you have to take be proactive. That is not Elavila. Elavila is not a proactive uh type of personality or GM and that's what it's going to take to turn this team around
0: and I think what do you you hit on about the Tucker Barnhart you know you build your catcher last I mean you do need a good catcher that frames pitches and everything but offensively you're not going to get much from the catcher historically right so you, you're building your team uh you got to get you got to get bats that can play in the outfield you got to get bats that can play in the middle infield and you got to get bats that play in the first and third right now Candelario looks like garbage uh, Miguel cabrera he's on the end of his career, so you can, really can't expect nothing out of him. Scope has regressed. Uh, Baez, he, some days he looks good, and this is exactly what I warned people about. He looks good. And there's some days where he looks like he is bad. And then, you know, you, you know, Austin Meadows, he's been good, but he hasn't hit a home run this year. I mean, well, you it's,
1: know, it's, it's pretty bad when, you're, when your lead slugger uh, is, is batting 283. Yeah. I mean, that's the top of your game yeah. is batting 283 It's no wonder you're at the bottom of the rank. I mean, that in itself tells you there's a huge problem there and um, a, quite a number of those other, you know, key players. My God, the batting below 200. I mean, that's not even acceptable. I mean, you could put up you could you could put up a college team against these guys. Pick pick a state, pick you about I don't care who you pick. Shoot, pick Central Michigan take their baseball team and put them out there and you got a better chance at winning than you do with this current Tigers team and they're going to be hitting better than these guys. So,
0: the only good thing about the Tigers is they have they play in a bad division. I mean, they're only 9 games back. Some if you were in if you were in the AL West, I mean, the AL West or the American League East, you'd be like you be at least 13, 14 games back. Well, they're
1: second from the bottom. It doesn't in, in the entire in, in the American or National Leagues, you combine those; they are second from the bottom in percentage.
0: Yeah, and you look at a team like Cincinnati, <laughs> who's got twenty-four losses, and you've got twenty-one losses. Right. I mean, Cincinnati was a joke. It's this just it. It, it, it should show Chris Illich that he shouldn't be. The general manager should be changed. I mean, we made a coaching change with the Rebels because. He wasn't getting the job done yeah. and he had way more difficult circumstances than Elvila has had because Elvila's has made his own bet. But I certainly would not let this guy draft another prospect because the reality of the situation is as good as he's drafted with pitchers, he just totally dismissed all our positional players. And if you look through the Tigers uh, draft drafts and you look at the positional players and you say, who you're going to be saying who a lot.
1: The guy has no strategy. He's got no plan, and if he does, it's a disaster. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt in saying that he has no plan, because again, it seems very reactionary to me. That's not the way you will, you know, build rebuild um, a ball club. That's not the way you build a championship team. You don't. It doesn't happen by accident. It's planned. It's strategic. You look to Stevie Y. You look to Ken Holland. You look to Troy Weaver. You look to um, I think, you know, arguably, um, you know, even the Lions.
0: You can even Holmes see too. a
1: strategy there, for right. God's sake.
0: I think the general managers, like Brett Holmes, uh, they've shown strategy, whereas Alvila has not shown a None. strategy to where he can get this team to the next level. And if you look throughout baseball and you go, how many years does it take to build a solid ball club to where they could be a playoff team in that year? It's year four is usually the year. We are in year five. Okay, so I don't want to hear about this. It takes longer at baseball because I did the math, and there's a, a majority of teams, like the, like the Braves, the Blue Jays, all those teams that have rebuilt in four years, and then don't give me the spare me the expense that they spent money because they spent money when they actually had a chance to win and they knew they had good prospects coming up. This Tigers team, they haven't built good. They're not anywhere close, you can't even say, like, this is a player that could be here for the long haul. You know, at least with the Red Wings, you can go Larkin, Sider, Raymond. You look at the Pistons, you go Cade Cunningham, you go Sadiq Bey, guys that could be with the team when they're good. The Lions, you can go um, Amaranth St. Brown, uh, you can go, you know, Aiden Hutchinson, Jameson Williams, those guys. You can't say that about Tigers. There is no player on the Tigers right now. You go, in two to three years, where are they going to be? There's no player on this roster. that I guarantee you, if you go through this roster right now and you go, which one of these players can start on a playoff team, there is virtually none.
1: They've got no foundational players. No foundational foundational players. players. And if you don't have a good foundation, your house is going to fall out on you every single time. And And I think we're seeing that. Alabela is learning that.
0: And if or he's not. And if your foundational players are in one position like pitcher, you're really heading down a bad, bad road because you need to score runs to win. So right. You don't nobody wins a game zero zero. You need foundational players on both sides of your equation. And that's where you're talking about the strategy of, of Al He's got no strategy. You can see with the way he drafts, the way he signs free agents. He doesn't have a strategy. You don't they don't have a foundational piece right now. It's just it just uh, swap together stuff. I can't believe how much slack this guy's getting right now with the, with the Tigers. I, I just I, it it boggles my mind because we see Stevie Y getting flack because they're not winning and he's in year three. We see Brad Holmes get flack because of the you know they had a three win season last year. We seen we see Trey Weaver already getting flack, but they're trying to they're trying to you know get another piece to the puzzle to add Cade. Tigers are the team that escapes everybody's imagination because they think the bless you boys and let's stand by our effing team. Yeah. Screw that. This team is, isn't good. They're not playing at a level. Like, you could be done with baseball by Memorial Day, and that's the reality of the situation. Like,
1: and that's a shame. That and that's a shame.
0: You could be done with baseball. Like, yeah. there could be no reason to watch baseball by Memorial Day. And God bless Jonathan's heart because she said she, wa- she might get Tigers tickets or whatever, but, like, Who wants to see this team?
1: Yeah. No, they're going to have to give tickets away, right? It's going to be like they're going to be like the Dead Wings, right, when the Red Wings were really bad. Give away a car. Yeah, you're going to have to give away some stuff to get people in those seats. The Detroit Tigers are not the Detroit Tigers of 1984 that all of us remember, okay? There are no Hall of Famers here. There are no All-Stars here. You don't have a Lou Whitaker. You don't have a Kirk Gibson. You don't have a Lance Parrish. You don't have a Jack Morris. You don't have all of those guys. I mean, and think about it. I just named off for you: a catcher, a pitcher, an infielder, a middle infielder, and an outfielder.
0: There you go. You have organizational depth. That's it. I mean, you look at you look at the Tigers with, with, with 2006. They had Inch, uh Granderson, Verlander, Kenny Rogers, uh, Pudge Rodriguez. That's how you build a team. You don't build a team with just pitchers. You know, it's, it's, oh, Alan
1: Trammell. My God, I forgot you, to mention you, Alan got, Trammell.
0: You, you did, the way that they're building this team is just, it's not going to work. And if you're, if you're so reluctant to say it's going to work, I have a bad, I have a feeling that you're just kind of being a sunshine and rainbows type person, because the reality of the situation is they're not close. They're not even too close to close.
1: And they're not going to be close as long as they keep Alavila.
0: And that's exactly the point. So they need to go out and pay the crystal. Just got to go out and get a guy like Stevie Y for the baseball team the tigers and that guy is steel epstein go spend the money go get him and in the next segment we'll be talking about the lions who are actually making progress on like this god written baseball team we will see you in the next segment